and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Dream State. I am your hostess with the mostest, Sydney Jaws, and today I am in Sonoma, California. So yeah, still cruising along on my little summer road trip. Um, Yeah, and I'm in Sonoma, California right now. Shout out to my friend Chase for giving me a home that is not my car um, for this little weekend out here. Um, but yeah, and just to get into the little recap, so last week I was in Portland, in like the Portland area, and I stayed with a new friend out there, um, Dustin, which actually my friend Miranda, um, got us together because, funny story, one night of my car camping in the Portland area, um, she looked at my location on find my friends and Miranda also has Dustin's location and I was literally parked like car camping like literally in Dustin's backyard like two streets over so close um so Miranda bless her she took things into her own hands and put us in a group chat and was like hey Dustin this is my friend Sydney um she's car camping can she stay with you and it actually turned out really well um we met each other and instantly bonded um and it was so fun and so that was so much fun made a new friend that weekend and really got to experience portland a lot more than just like stopping there because i really didn't have any plans of staying in portland that long um but i stayed there for a couple days uh thanks to dustin so shout out dustin shout out to just making new friends along the way so fun um and then shortly After that, I made my way down the Oregon coast and into California, and now I'm here. I stopped at the Redwoods um, National Park, got to see the big, the big trees and all that, which was beautiful, literally so magical. Those trees are freaking humongous. It's insane. I felt like I was a tiny little fairy, like Thumbelina, just walking through the forest. It was so cool. And now we're here, and... It has been so great and I actually was thinking about it um, and I have been staying primarily with male friends out of all the people I've stayed with so far on this trip only one of them has been a girl like (laughs) I stayed with my friend Chase in Denver and then like Miranda well I stayed with my friend Danny one night in Seattle um love her love you Danny um and then I stayed with my friend Julian in Vancouver British Columbia and then I stayed with Dustin and now I'm staying with my other friend Chase here in Sonoma and yeah it's just really given me an opportunity to reflect on like wow I actually am so grateful to have healthy relationships with these cis straight men in my life because I feel like in this day and age that is very rare to have those just like pure male friendships um and yeah so not sure if any of them will ever listen to this episode or not but if you do shout out to all of you guys because you made me feel very safe in a time where it is very scary um to feel safe as a woman and you guys are all just very safe dudes. Don't want to blow your egos up too much, but thank you for being just genuine friends and not being a weirdo. <laughs> Thanks for not being fucking 
weird weirdo toxic man and yeah providing and providing safety um for me in such a hard time which also brings me to want to touch on roe versus wade that happened in the last few weeks and i feel like myself much like a lot of other people with uteruses um in this country we are still processing exactly what has happened and how to move on and move forward from it how to act what to do i i really i honestly haven't like been that okay um one of my friends actually asked me he was like are you okay and i'm like you know what no i'm not like i have to go back to arizona where if anything happens to me like i don't get a say over what i can do with my body like god fucking forbid and that's truly terrifying like that's truly truly terrifying to live somewhere that doesn't see me as a whole human with choices um and it sucks it sucks a lot so with that being um i'm going to link any resources that i can down below i know a lot of states are doing petitions things like that so wherever you're listening to this um make sure you know to look up ways that you can take action in your state um like true action if you can't donate money um sign petitions all things like that i know in arizona the petitions um just ended unfortunately so this is a little late i apologize but um you know call your congress men and women um blow up their phones you know our our voices are having some power there have been some things that have changed um since the ruling came out because of the backlash of the public so we are making a difference in staying loud and proud on this issue well not so like proud but you know what i mean um so yeah don't give up the fight even though it's really fucking hard anyways that's all on that um links will be in the show notes um but let's get into this week's episode so we are talking about how to be alone really and how to fall in love with your own company and what better time to record this than being on a solo road trip and living out of my car alone all summer you know what i mean (laughs) so that is where a lot of this comes from is just everything that i've learned um so far along the way loneliness is simply defined as a state of being alone and feeling sadness around it and because we're a species that quite literally needs human connection to survive it's a very normal part of our human experience but in conjunction with loneliness i've found that like as a young adult navigating the world my emotions my traumas my love life my career my purpose etc i'm constantly being told to learn how to love myself and love my company before anything else and while it's kind of a repetitive and annoying lesson after a while there is some truth to it like it does get annoying hearing it on like tiktok and instagram like love yourself like over and over again but there's some truth okay hear me out like it really is a different kind of independence and form of confidence when you start to fall in love with your own company and really learn how to be alone and like 
how to be in loneliness, how to sit in loneliness. And no, I'm not going to tell you to take my kind of extreme route um, and live out of your car for the whole summer, although I do 10 out of 10 recommend if you have the means. (laughs) So since starting this nomadic life, I have gotten asked all the time if I get lonely or if I wish I was doing all of this with a romantic partner. And I'm here to say like, yeah, of course I get lonely. You know, I'm, I'm only human. And of course I dream about making all of these memories with the love of my life right next to me. But I'm not going to wait for that person to walk into my life to start living the way that I want to live. Like, I'm not going to wait around for a friend to have time off to book a trip. I'm like... If I want to do something or go somewhere, I'm going to do it. And once I adapted this mindset and tapped into this like, well, if no one could do it with me, I'll just do it by myself kind of vibe, you know, I saw so much more growth within myself. And that's really what I wanted to talk about with this topic in particular, because I feel like especially if you're listening to this and you are in your 20s, this is so important to learn and integrate at this stage in our life. In our day and age, we're constantly distracted and pulled out of our existence by social media, the news, work, partying, etc. And there's stimuli everywhere we turn that it almost makes it a challenge to truly escape and spend time with ourselves. Like, when was the last time you were just truly sitting with yourself and your thoughts? If you're someone who meditates daily, then kudos to you because that's a great place to start and a great place to spend time with yourself. Um, But if you can't think of a moment, then this is a great time to reflect on why you don't spend that time with yourself and how you can find the time to then change that. Because when you learn to be alone, like not quite lonely, but just alone, you'll truly start to see a shift in yourself. And I think there's a difference with being alone and being lonely, by the way. Being alone is being content in your own company and feeling content in the presence of other people around you too, or at least that's what I think. And then being lonely is that deeper sadness when you can't quite combat the balance needed when you spend a lot of time alone. Like I think loneliness comes after being alone for a really good period of time and it's like when you take being alone too far, so to speak, if that makes sense. (laughs) But back to these shifts. So when I learned how to be alone and truly love my own company, I found a deeper love for myself. And I like, I know how corny that already sounds, but please bear with me. My confidence reached a whole new level when I learned how to be alone. I've always been pretty confident around other people. Like if you know me personally in real life, I am a confident person. Like I get all the time, like a bitch is confident. Okay. Yeah. I've always been pretty confident you know, around other people, but that layer of confidence comes from upholding and stepping in to your true sense of self. And I think if you really tap into that when you're by yourself, especially, you know, when you're by yourself in public settings, I like, I don't know about you. I feel so empowered now when I'm out and about and doing things alone because it just makes me feel so courageous and confident to just like be out and about by myself. I don't know if any of that made sense. Hopefully you're staying with me. Okay. Like for example, it takes a lot of confidence to go out to dinner by yourself. The first time I 
went to dinner by myself, I was like low-key scared. I wanted to just sit on my phone the whole time and distract myself. And it takes a lot of confidence to just sit there at a table by yourself and enjoy your own company. Like it takes a lot to do that because we're not used to it. And like it shouldn't, it shouldn't take that much confidence, but it does. It takes a lot of confidence to go explore a new city alone, to go grocery shopping at a new grocery store alone. I know my anxious girlies out there really feel me on this one. New grocery stores are scary. Like you have to find where everything is. It's it's scary. Um, but when you start like mustering up the courage to do all of these things that you typically would do with another person, you really start to strengthen your confidence. And from that, you really start to carve out that true sense of self. And this is the most profound difference for me and like what people notice within me too. And like, like I said before, if you're one of my friends who have complimented me on this growth as well, thank you so much for noticing um, the rise in my confidence as I continue to do this little nomad journey. (laughs) But also with that, I want to disclaim that you don't have to be single to do any of this work either. Like a matter of fact, I think you should still occasionally have dates with yourself while in a relationship if we're like still stemming off that example. I think it's such a healthy form of maintaining and checking in with yourself and practicing self-love. And especially if you live with your partner, like you're spending nearly every waking moment with them. Take an evening to yourself, go on a date with yourself to your favorite restaurant, be present in that moment with yourself and, you know, see what comes up for you and how it makes you feel. It's amazing what comes to our minds when we're just sitting with ourselves with no distractions of like our phones or anything like that. Another thing that I noticed from learning how to be alone is it's really helped me with some of my codependent tendencies and overall helped me raise my standards when it comes to dating. So I also did a whole raising your standards episode when it comes to dating. So if that sentence alone intrigues you, go listen to that episode we love it. But anyways, I now treasure my time alone from doing all of this work alone. And I now have learned that I don't need anyone. Like I don't like need, need, need anybody romantically. You know, like obviously like I want a relationship, blah, blah, blah. But I don't need anyone to survive, you know? So if I'm seeing someone, I know that I don't necessarily need them in my life to survive. I can now detach myself from that codependent anxious anxious attachment thinking process and remind myself that them being in my life is a want not a need so like before this breakthrough and like of course there's like nuance in that right there's some gray areas but getting to the point speaking very generalized right here anyways before this breakthrough i would end up in like really controlling relationships just riddled in anxiety and anxious attachment because i thought i needed them in my life or else xyz would happen and And, you know, this thought process is also a two-way street and has a lot to do with, like, manipulation and controlling on, you know, the other side of it um, from the other person. But we won't get into that. Anyways, now I have found this new sense of independence and confidence that guides me through dating with a clearer mindset. So I can break that pattern and not fall into these super codependent, anxious attachment style relationships. So, yeah, I do think... The overused saying of learn to love yourself first has some truth to it, but also you can still practice 
and strengthen your love to yourself while already being in a relationship and like matter of fact you should always continue to strengthen that love for yourself because it it never really stops you know healing isn't linear kind of vibe gratitude has been another big lesson in my time alone specifically on this road trip when I've like truly been alone alone like in the woods no service or connection to the outside world like it is just me (laughs) I've gained so much gratitude for the connections in my life and I was kind of touching on this in the intro as well already expressing gratitude look at this so aligned um It's like the old saying of like, you don't know what you have until it's gone. And you don't realize how much you treasure your friends and family until they're no longer around you. And like, you don't have any like connection to them, you know, via like phone service or anything like that. And you don't realize how much you love the human experience of love and connection until you've truly spent some time alone without it. Like, I remember... When I was camping by myself in the Grand Tetons for like a week straight, I was starting to get super lonely and like I literally could not wait until I got to Seattle to see bestie girl Miranda. Like I was itching. I'm like, I need human connection. I'm sad. Like there was even a moment that really stuck out to me and this was like a a big breakthrough moment that showed me how lonely I was actually getting and it was when I went into town one day to sit at a coffee shop and get some work done and I was so excited to place my coffee order and potentially have a conversation with the barista like I usually never get genuinely excited to chat it up with the barista anywhere you know like it's never something I super look forward to no offense to baristas everywhere you know but I I just I just don't do that you know but I was so excited to talk to someone like anyone and that's when it hit me that I was feeling very lonely and it also showed me on the flip coin on on the flip side of it it also showed me a newfound gratitude for human connection because I had lost a bit of it when I was being a wild woman in the woods for the last few days and yeah, like there there was just so much gratitude discovered there for the little things in life and the little moments spent with the people that you love. And I remember the first few days in Seattle, once I got there, Miranda was like, I'm sorry, we're not doing things and going out just yet because like she had to get work done and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, this is amazing. Like I'm having so much fun just sitting on your couch and genuinely just like being in the presence of a friend and like just being in the presence of that love and human connection like (laughs) I was like we can sit here and stare at each other this is great for me like I'm having so much fun (laughs) and then lastly a huge thing that helped me in embracing being alone and strengthening the love of my own company is really romanticizing every moment that I spend with myself. So it sounds silly and yes, I got this little mindset hack from TikTok, but it is literally so impactful. So when I am alone, which I usually am, I just literally romanticize my life. I pretend my life is a movie and I am the main character and it makes everything so much fun. And when I do this, it just automatically puts me in a good mood and at a higher vibration because I just see the beauty in everything. Like, you just romanticize everything. It makes life so much more fun and just abundant. And when you operate at this 
vibration, you know, like at this attitude of nothing but good and amazing things happen to me. They just continue to come flying your way. You know, it's, it's the law of attraction, baby. It's the law of attraction. So like, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably see me post a story at least once a week being like at a coffee shop, being the main character, like always, or reading at a park, being the main character, like always, because it's true. I am the main character of my life. And that is what makes it so freaking fun. And that is how I have so much fun with myself and with my own company is I make it fun, you know? (laughs) So now I want to get into some ideas on how to find this alone time with yourself so you can start practicing and implementing this here and there if you're not into the whole like living out of my car and living in the woods kind of kind of thing. If you are, it's a great way to discover yourself and spend time alone. Just like go into the woods safely. (laughs) So first, take yourself on a date. I already kind of touched on this, but to go into it a little further, get dressed up, go to your favorite restaurant, try not to be on your phone the whole time. This is key because even being on our phones, we're not truly alone you know we're distracting ourselves with who or what we can connect with via social media and it really just takes us out of the moment you know you wouldn't sit on your phone scrolling on an actual date right no because that's rude so don't do that to yourself go on a hot girl walk we love hot girl walks but spice it up a little bit and carve out like two to five minutes of it or all of it you know I'm not holding you back, um, to just being with yourself. So pause the podcast, pause the music, use it like a mobile meditation and just be with your thoughts, be in the present moment, you know, just walk around with nothing in your ears except the noise of the wind blowing through the trees and the birds chirping and, you know, cars driving by, whatever. Just be there and be with yourself. Next one we got is to grab a book and sit in a park or just sit in a park, watch the clouds, meditate, do yoga, eat snacks, etc. Again, no sitting on your phone though. Be present in the moment and with yourself. If you know me, you know this is one of my favorite things to do is to just sit in a park. I love sitting in parks. It's so fun. (laughs) Also, go on a solo hike. So if you can't like commit or if you don't, if you simply don't want to commit to a whole like hiking trip, just go on a hike. Go on a little solo hike, walking path kind of thing. It's kind of the same vibe as like a hot girl walk, but like, you know, make it in the mountains. Um, So yeah, go on a solo hike, but like, please remember to be safe. Let people know where you're going, when you're going, Um, especially since you're not going to be on your phone and everything. Share your location. I usually will like share, I mean, so many people have my location at this point because of like all my travels, Um, but I will text people like the exact trail that I'm going on before I go on it because usually I don't have service anyways um and then I'll text them when I'm out of the trail you know use those safety measures um and with that go on a solo trip anywhere it doesn't have to be a road trip it could be a trip where you fly (laughs) I was like what's the opposite of a road trip (laughs) flying um yeah it could be a weekend it could be a week it could be months go on a go on a little trip a little solo trip um i started off solo traveling by just kind of dipping my toe in and doing like day trips to sedona from like you know scottsdale area to sedona i would just do little day trips like that and that's what i did to kind of dip my toe in the water of solo travel um 
and then I worked my way up from there, you know? And last little idea is to sign up for a class of some sort and go to it. Guess what? Alone. Yeah, alone. Go to it alone. So you can go wine tasting, painting, pottery, cooking, etc. Like all of those cute little classes that you can sign up for, do it on your own time. Do it with yourself. If you're someone who's always wanted to do something like this, awesome. Do it. Go do it by yourself. Don't wait for someone to finally come around and go with you. Have fun. Go be by yourself if nobody wants to join you. You have yourself. Go on a little paint and sip date. And above all, always remember that time will never return back to us. So if you're waiting around for people to do all of the things that you want to do with you, you're going to be waiting forever. Do not wait on anyone. And to end things up here before I go on a Shia LaBeouf style tangent of just saying just do it over and over again, I want to read this excerpt from Ceremony by Brianna Wiest, if that's how she pronounces her last name. I should really know this by now. I love all of her stuff. Anyways, I hope you find the courage to change your life in the small ways and the big ways and every way that matters. I hope you do not end this story with a heart full of regrets. I hope you do not spend your years just waiting for your life to begin. I hope you realize that this is not the practice run. This is not the preview. This is it. There's nothing to do but leap. There's nothing to do but allow yourself to exist as boldly and honestly as you can. You will think you have forever, but you do not. It all happens. It happens quickly. You are not waiting on another person or the right timing or for everything to fall into place. You are waiting to feel ready to exist within the questions, to not need every answer, and to know that this life does not come to us to be perfectly understood, but to be fully experienced in every direction we can possibly reach. And that is all for this episode of Elevate Your Dream State. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening every single week and sticking along with me. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Elevate Your Dream State and myself at Sydney Jaws. And we will see you next week. Love you. Bye, guys.